seeing people and talking to people. You know, being such a small venue, I'm sort of essentially, I'm here on my own most of the time, prepping and, you know, listening to podcasts. It's pretty isolating. So welcoming people back into the venue, 100%, that connection um, and the adrenaline rush of service, obviously. This is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Last time we caught up with Zoe Birch. She had created a unique connection with locals and opened a six-seat iteration of her restaurant. Many lockdowns have happened since then, and now she's preparing to open yet again. Zoe, how are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. <laughs> You've um, had an incredible run of lockdowns, and um, what, what, what are you feeling like, though, right now, given that everything's about to open up again and vaccination rates are quite high? Yeah, it's a bit of a cliche, but I think we're feeling a bit numb. I think throughout the lockdowns, or the last lockdown anyway, because it's gone for so long, I think we both, my partner Lachlan and I, I think we both looked at each other and kept on saying, oh, it'll be all right when we get to open, it'll be all right when it gets to open. And then all of a sudden it's opening in a couple of days. And I think we both sort of sat down and actually started to feel just a little bit concerned about that. Not because we're not ready or anything like that, just because it sort of seems like the floodgates are going to be open and it's going to be just a little bit scary. Um, and, you know, we live, oh, sorry, our um, restaurant's in Hurstbridge, which is Melbourne Metro, but it's still about 45 kilometres from the CBD. So we're going to, we're, you know, we're open November, December, we're fully booked and we're going to be kind of exposing this little town to people coming from all over the place. So it's a little bit scary. Like, I understand that double vaccinated people can come in, but it's still, you've got to have a little bit of a think about it because it's fairly intense, really. What's changed for you guys? It's been such an intense um, period of time, and your your offering is is quite bespoke and unique. Has what you do changed? Oh, honestly, I feel like everything's changed, but actually nothing has, <laughs> because it just feels like oh, I don't know. It feels like so long ago since we have been cooking. Um, oh, what's changed? So we're we we're, we catered at eight people now. So we went down to six when the four square metre restrictions were in place and now 20, uh, any venue under 25 people can just open as is. So we're eight, eight people. Um, oh, I don't know if that much has changed. I mean, we've always been really connected to the community and the producers within the community, maybe a little bit more so, and a few more people have sort of come out of the woodwork since we've closed down. Um, Oh, uh, you know, a day after I spoke to you last, it's actually really funny thinking about it, but yeah, we, when we talked last time, literally the day after we had a conversation, we went into the stage four restrictions and we had a conversation about, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. And then that happened. Uh, and then two days later, I found out I was pregnant with my second child, which was definitely not, was not planned or, <laughs> or thought of. Uh, which is pretty funny. So it's, it's yeah, it's been, I feel like, yeah, nothing has changed, but everything has changed. And I feel like it's been really slow, but it's also been really quick. Um, yeah, 
I don't know. It's just we're really numb, I think. We're excited about opening, but are we excited about opening? I don't know. What's it been like this period of time bringing another child into the world and trying to run such a small business um, together? Is, is, is the balance changed there with what you do? Um, a little bit, but I feel like having a baby in this time, I mean, there's a, you know, as a, as a mother, quotation marks, there's always a bit of guilt and, you know, especially bringing a baby into this sort of situation at the moment, there's a bit of guilt. But then at the same time, she's been a little ray of sunshine in such a grey period, I think. It's been really, I think we've been really lucky um, that we've had a child because we've been able to, you know, for so many small business owners, it's really hard to not think about it and get down about it. You know, yeah, you're doing big hours trying to push out takeaway and trying to stay afloat, but we've been really lucky in that we've kind of been able to just look at this baby grow up and that's just been really lovely. So it hasn't been too bad in that regard. Um, Yeah, the balance hasn't changed too much. We're pretty um, calm, easygoing people. So I think if we had different personalities, it could have been a bit disastrous and the restaurant might not exist. But but we found that nice, I think we talked about last time, we found that nice balance. We only operate three days a week and and we can still make it work with um, baby number two and baby number one, not so much baby, three-year-old, she's pretty cool, calm and collected as well. So we're a good, we're a good unit, I think. Uh, you're um, waiting uh, a week or two to open. Um, so some are opening straight away. Um, tell us about the thoughts behind that. Yeah, well, we had planned on, we've done a few pop-ups throughout the takeaway lockdown where we've gone to a couple of different areas just to break the monotony up a little bit. And we had planned on doing one last week in Hurstbridge, which would have been this week, and then one week off, because it takes quite a long time for us to open up, just being a two-person team. And then we were going to open on the 5th. Uh, and then when it got announced the other day, I think we were elated and excited because the first thing that came into our brains was, oh, we get to see our friends and, oh, we get to go out. And then it was like, oh, shit, we've got a restaurant. <laughs> we need to get it ready. And I think that having two kids, we were just like, we can't stress ourselves out doing this. Let's just stick to the plan. The bookings are open. The restaurant's full for the next two months. Let's just be happy with that. We'll take the next two weeks to get ready slowly and then we'll open properly on the 5th. Um, yeah, just being a two-person team, especially doing... T- the actual venue is so small and over um, lockdown we've been doing huge amounts of bread and bakery goods, so every surface of the restaurant is covered in flour. <laughs> so I'm sure other small businesses will have been going through the same thing. You know, it just needs... Everything just needs to be cleaned, reorganised. The prepping, you know, obviously is pretty um, elaborate, so that needs a lot of time. So, yeah, we're just going to open... We're just going to get ready slowly, take our time, not stress out, because the next two months, it's the silly season. It's that Christmas period, so we just want to be um, refreshed and ready to go, I think. You mentioned it's been so long since you've cooked for people... How are you feeling about your your cooking? Do you think it's changed in the last year and a half because of what's happened? Oh, um, gosh, I don't know. 
Um, oh, I, well, yeah, I suppose so. I think to a degree, um, you know, my cooking has always been pretty natural and straightforward and simple, and it's still like that, but, and maybe a little bit more so. I think that there's a slight element of arrogance that's been taken out of it. And especially having two kids now, I'm just feeling very, you know, female and very maternal. So I think, yeah, I think my cooking has definitely changed since we came back from maternity leave and even more so coming out of this last lockdown. I think it's going to be more for joy and more for fun and less for anybody else. You mentioned uh, a little bit of anxiousness with opening and bringing people to the region, but what are you looking forward to about reopening again? Oh, seeing people and talking to people. You know, being such a small venue, I'm sort of essentially, I'm here on my own most of the time, prepping and, you know, listening to podcasts. It's pretty isolating. So welcoming people back into the venue 100% that connection um, and the adrenaline rush of service, obviously. But yeah, so it's funny, isn't it? It's a bit of a, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing that I can say that I'm a little bit anxious about bringing people in, but at the same time, it's the one thing I'm looking forward to the most, <laughs> but it is. I know you've got a lot to plan, but has the menu um, crossed your mind yet? Do you know what you're gonna be cooking? A little bit. There's been a couple of things that, um, funnily enough, we haven't had a lot of extra time. If anything, the takeaway has actually been more labour intensive and time consuming for us. We've actually been working more days than what we usually would, which is funny, but anyone listening to this that's been doing takeaway will 100% understand, you know, <laughs> the, the packaging alone. Um, and there's been a couple of little things that I've done through in the takeaway that I've actually stopped and gone oh that's great you know that that'd be really good to you know introduce and little farmers here and there that have popped up and I've started getting produce from and um and just going into such a good season now um yeah there are I've actually learned a lot during the takeaway period and um, there are a couple of things that I'm starting to think about a little bit. And I've also been doing a lot of preserving over this time as well, taking a little bit of um, advantage of it. So I've been doing heaps of cheese and miso and all that sort of stuff. So a lot of that will be on the menu also, which is pretty exciting. And we've made a gin and yeah, there's some interesting things that will be introduced, definitely. Um, some people have been talking about a, a new dawn of hospitality to emerge once we move forward from COVID. How are you feeling about the industry and what might emerge beyond this? Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think that um, there's... Look, I don't know. I think there's going to be a lot more um, set menu venues We've seen that already, which is almost a little bit of a shame, I think, because a beautiful element of going out is, you know, being able to have a bit of a choice. Um, and, you know, we've also seen an embrace of community and seasonality and um, fresh produce and things like that. I mean, I don't know. I, I know personally what I think's changed for the business, but 
I feel like an absolute hermit, you know, living so far out of the CBD. I have no idea. We were already pretty cut off from the industry, just kind of doing our own thing, but I feel even more so pretty out of the loop. I'm kind of a little bit excited about being able to, you know, dine out and see what everybody's up to. Well, um, that time is not too far away and we've loved having you on Deep in the Weeds again just to, for a brief catch-up. Uh, very much yeah. looking forward to seeing what you do beyond this time. Zoe, please keep in touch and um, good luck. We'll catch up again soon. Oh, 100%. Thank you. This is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Stay tuned as we take a deep dive into the lives of the incredible people who ply their trade in the food and hospitality sector. Special thanks to executive producer Rob Locke for making this all happen. Follow us on Instagram at Deep in the Weeds Podcast or email us at podcast at deepintheweeds.com.au. Stay safe and be well.